Welcome to your Wealth Journey Podcast, powered by Bradford Financial Center, where we'll always share how small changes equal big results, because your wealth journey is our focus. Hello, everyone. This is Shalyn Weiss and Jim Taus, financial planners for Bradford Financial Center. In our latest series on budgeting, we'll explore some unexpected areas where you can save money. From insurance to fees and from creating a planning guide to emergency funds, these are just a few areas that we'll talk more about. Stay tuned to the last five minutes of this podcast for our five and five segment, where we give our tips on important financial topics that you need to know. Today, we'll share the best ways to budget for buying a home. Too few people associate insurance with financial planning, but they are closely linked. And you want to have enough, whether it is property insurance or life insurance. This is now, too, because if you die early, you want to have enough insurance. I've never heard anybody say they had enough insurance when somebody died. But the fact is, you need life insurance to take care of expenses that you're no longer there being able to pay for. So you got to have those things. But you also need to have money for the future, maybe for the kids' college education. So you need to invest your money for a bad day, an emergency that comes up. Uh, your furnace blew up. And guess what? Insurance didn't cover it all. you got to $5,000 deductible. Well, you better have a place to go get that. And so that's where investments come in. You're going to cover a plethora of things. You're going to cover for emergencies. You're going to have a cushion. By the way, that cushion should be at least three months of whatever your take-home pay is. At least. Some people like six just to be safe. But these kind of things need to be inside that budget plan. So you add that up, and you'll come up with a total there, and you're going to pay yourself first. You know, pay your church. 10%, they say, or whatever it is for you. Don't forget to pay yourself, too, though. You got a life here on Earth. You do need to make sure that you take care of your life, the time you're down here. So if you're going to have a good retirement, you better start saving for it. You want to have a golden retirement? Save for it. If you want to have a really, really golden retirement, save more for it. Don't end up someday without enough money to enjoy the time that you're going to have here on Earth towards the end, because that can be a real black time and a real bad time, and it could really destroy a family situation. So these are the kind of things that you have. you got three sections here, don't we? we got rotating savings uh, we talked about. that You can do planning in that, flexible monthly expenses. You can do some planning in that, but these are desirable things that have to be paid. you got investments that are going to take care of now and your future. And so what you do is you do a budget summary. You add up the bottom line for your flexible monthly expenses. The second thing you do is you take your rotating savings and you take whatever that figure is. If it's $2,000, you take 66% of $2,000. If you got $1,000 a month in that, then you take $660 then, and that is what you put into that column. And then your investments, that's your future plan as well as your plan now, and you add those up and you come up with totals. So maybe you would like to talk a little bit about how we take that figure and do something with it. So the next thing is you need to write down what your monthly net take-home pay is, so what your paycheck is in your bank account, and then you take your total budget from those three points, the flexible, the rotating, and the investments, and then you subtract that from your net pay. And so you're either going to have a negative or a positive number. So if you've got a positive number, that means you have extra money throughout the month, so you need to decide what you're going to do 
do with that. I would recommend that you use that as part of your investments and save more money. So like Jim was saying, you have a better life now and a better retirement. If your numbers are negative, well, maybe you shouldn't be going out to eat so much or whatever, but you can find places to reduce what you are spending every month so you can break even instead of being negative. And of course, the flexible monthly expenses are pretty set in stone because that's your mortgage, your utilities. So you need to look at your rotating savings. You know, maybe you cut out, you know, cut the cord with Dish Network and <laughs> save that 200 bucks a month. <laughs> Love that. So you just need to look over your budget and figure out where you can cut some expenses. Now, listen carefully, everyone. Listen carefully. This is not a bookkeeping exercise. I say it again. This is not a bookkeeping exercise. What this is is a planning exercise. And what you're going to do is at least get an idea where this money is going. And remember, we said it before, it's not in cement. You make changes as you go along, it's situation changes. So you make sure that you do that on a continual basis. What you're mainly trying to do is you need to know where your money's going. And look, people don't plan to fail. They just fail to plan. This is your roadmap. You hear what I'm saying? This is your roadmap. And, you know, if you're going to go from one place to another, you need to know how to get there. You need to make a plan to get there. And that's what this budgeting can do for you. And it can turn things around for you in a huge way. Biggest cause of divorce is money. Matter of fact, I can prove that. Uh, My wife and I had our anniversary the other day. And, but before the anniversary, um, I sat down with her and I said, Judy, what would you like to have for an anniversary present? And she said, well, I'd like to have a divorce. And I said, well, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I hadn't planned on spending that much. So you're going to have to think up something else. <laughs> See, that that's what made me such a great financial planner. <laughs> So all I'm saying to you out there is, is uh, you know, make the plan together is where I'm coming from on that. And you need both of you involved, husband and wife, uh, or a partner, or whoever it is. You need to do these things together. Because I tell you what, if you got one going one direction, another going the other direction, guess what? You're not together. It's not working. It's not going to work because you two aren't focused on how to make this whole thing work. And it takes both of you to make it work. United we stand. Divided you will lose. So we just wanted to make a point back to the emergency fund. Well, they recommend three months of your take-home pay set aside that's easily accessible. So it needs to be, it could be in your savings account, it could be in another checking account, but it needs to be set aside. Another way is to put it into a brokerage account. That money could be invested, but then there's a checkbook linked to that brokerage account where you could just write a check if you need that emergency money. So that needs to be set aside just to have that extra cushion so you sleep well at night. Might add with the uh, brokerage account, you can add an ATM card with that. Mm -hmm. And uh, most brokerage companies out there provide the checking account and the ATM card. They provide it at no charge in most cases. So that's kind of nice. So you need to check with your broker on that. In our last five minutes, we'll bring listeners a roundup of five smart ideas they can apply to their own wealth journeys. So let's get started with this episode's Five in Five. I feel personally as a financial planner that a recommendation needs to be made by the planner to help a person build equity and wealth in real estate. The first thing that one should think of, especially a young family just starting out, is buying your home. Rather than paying rent, 
it's not a bad idea to actually build equity in the home that you might buy for your family. Today, we're going to be more specific about budgeting and focusing on home buying. This is a huge purchase for many. It's the biggest purchase, matter of fact, of one's life in most cases. But if you're preparing the new stage in your life, you've got some important budgeting ideas for you to consider. Your main goal is to find a safe, affordable home that you can grow with and also continue to grow with as your family situation changes. Cautionary tales of housing crisis sent up big warning flags for those looking to become homeowners. The goal is to avoid the house poor rut that some get into when they pay more for a home than it's worth and get caught up in an upside down mortgage situation. Being able to afford the cost of supporting your home is the most important thing you can consider when purchasing a home. Most financial advisors consider a good guide to be one that you avoid spending more than 28% of your gross monthly income on housing-related costs and 30% in total debts, including things like home mortgage, credit cards, and other loans. By the numbers, according to Consumer Expense Survey, about 64% of U.S. households own their home. For more than half the homeowners, they have mortgages on their homes. Homeowners pay an average of $9,552 per year, nearly $800 per month, in other words, on mortgage interest, property taxes, and other expenses such as maintenance, repairs, and homeowners insurance. With those numbers in mind, one must be able to think about your future and what is responsible in your situation and what you can afford to be a responsible homeowner and not be one in a situation where you can't afford the debt and you can't afford the expenses of the home. So a home is a great way to build equity. Remember that. And by using your money, the bank's money, and the government's money, for example, you get to write off the mortgage expenses on your taxes. You need to start acquiring your wealth first and foremost in your home. That way you can enjoy two things. You can enjoy a home that you own and you can enjoy watching your wealth grow. Thank you all for tuning in to Your Wealth Journey podcast, powered by Bradford Financial Center. Be sure to tune in to our next episode, where we will continue with budgeting and dive into how to get your roadmap into place for success. Securities offered through United Planners Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Bradford Financial Center, a registered investment advisor. Insurance services offered through Bradford Insurance. Tax and accounting services offered through Bradford Tax and Accounting Network. Bradford Financial Center, Bradford Insurance and Bradford Tax and Accounting Network are not affiliated with United Planners. Neither Bradford Financial Center nor United Planners provide tax or legal advice. This podcast is for general information and educational purposes only and not intended to be specific advice for any individual. Consult your financial professional regarding your personal situation. All investing involves risk and there is no guarantee that any strategy will be successful.